Hi there, welcome to the Kids Way Podcast. We are a podcast committed to helping kids stay in the way of the King. And if you've never heard of King Jesus, well get ready, you are going to love Him. We pray that you would also learn more about what it means to be on His narrow way. We also use various tools to encourage and teach, from fictional stories to scripture reading, to music and sometimes even bringing in some kids to contribute. You can find us online at www.kidsway.ca and there you will find links to our Facebook page and also other info about Kidsway. Before getting into today's episode, we want to thank Jamie Souls for allowing us to use his wonderful music collection. If you would like to check out more of Jamie's music, you can find him at soulmusic.ca. That's www.solmusic.ca. Well, let's get to the story. We pray you are encouraged and pointed to King Jesus through today's episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Kids Way podcast. And today we have a special guest, Jamie Souls. And I know, as we have mentioned, he has graciously allowed us to use some of his music. And so I thought it would be a real blessing just to do a bit of an interview with Jamie and ask him some questions and find out more about how to support him and uh, the ministry that he does through his music. So uh, welcome, Jamie. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to chat with me some. Well, thank you very much. It's a delight to do so. Well, I thought we would just go ahead and, and start off with a little bit about yourself. Um, if you don't mind to just share a little bit about your own story, um, how you came to faith, a bit about you know your family, and uh, how you initially got into to music. Right. Okay. Well, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up uh, the youngest of of six kids. Uh, our noses were kept in the Bible. We went to church every Sunday. Uh, and honestly, I do not remember a time when I did not know that Jesus was Lord. Uh, I've been walking with God for as long as I can remember. And um, it's, yeah, it, it, that's actually an unusual testimony, unfortunately. It's supposed to be the normal one, but. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but lo and behold, um, I, I started being, uh, I started on guitar as a little kid. I was like six years old. I just loved that instrument uh, right from the start. It was a, uh, it was such a fascination to me. And uh, I, I remember that uh, I played it quite a lot. And by the time I was 12 or 13, uh, I was aspiring to be a recording artist. That was something I wanted yeah. to learn, wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it seemed important to me that if I was going to be a recording artist, I was going to need to start writing songs. And uh, so I remember trying and trying and trying to write songs. And and 
everything just didn't, it, it all sounded foolish to me. And I thought, I yeah. don't even want to bring this to myself, let alone to my neighbors. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyways, I didn't really have any instruction uh, in those days on what it, uh, on what to do with writing songs. How do you, not only the mechanics of it, how do you write it, but what do you write about? Uh, and I, I really didn't know very well, and I was a, I was kind of a backwards farm boy, and all the love songs I heard on the radio, I, I tried to replicate those, but I, I, I a kid with no experience, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that just didn't do. So, anyways, uh, the time came when I was 15 years old. I was working at a summer camp. And I remember looking around at the beauty of the creation there, and I I sat down and I wrote a song. I tried to write a song about the beauty of the creation, and it worked. Hmm. That song worked. I thought, wow, hey, that's cool. I managed to write a song. And I played it for people, and they all thought that was great that I wrote a song. And So I did another one, and then I did another one, and I did another one. Hmm. Um, but, but it... Uh, it occurred to me later that that what what motivated me to actually uh, to to where I could actually write songs was to ditch the idea of writing what was in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the the Disneyfied notion that uh, that uh, I can do whatever I want or I can be whatever I want, and I just have right. to look inside and find find the good stuff in there. Well, I the Bible I read said that the that the heart was desperately wicked and deceitful above all else, and who can understand it? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, anyways, when I started when I started looking outward uh, and, and writing not what was in my heart, but rather what was in my eyes, writing what I saw. Uh, that made a big deal of difference for me. That was my start into songwriting. And so I, I worked and worked and worked at my songwriting craft from grade, oh, probably grade 9 to 12 and into Bible college. I was working away at learning how to write songs. And I'd, uh, I wrote a whole bunch of songs. I think the... Uh, the earliest song of mine that made it onto any of my albums, I think, was number 34 in my list of songs. So I did lots of prep work before I actually started recording. Um, but uh, I'm kind of known for my kids' music, though. And I wasn't writing kids' music in those days because, again, okay. I didn't have any kids when I started. Yeah. But uh, God and his kind of providence gave me a wife and we started having children and and uh I remember when my oldest was probably 5 years old and it was a deep conviction of mine that, that we needed to read the bible to our kids and uh not just bible story books but actually the bible and so we mm-hmm. we worked away at doing that and I uh, it was, uh, I mean, the Lord, the Lord blesses faithful effort, right? But, uh, mm-hmm. but still, it was hard to get my five-year-old to talk back to me the story that I just read to her. 
right? right. It was difficult to do. It occurred to me one day, just it just kind of out of the blue. I'd been a singer songwriter for ten years already, and I thought to myself, well, why don't I try and sing these Bible stories? Mm-hmm. And uh, it struck me as a good idea, and so I. Uh, I remember it was 1995, and I was working for the city water department, driving a, driving one of their little trucks around town. I remember pulling over and thinking, well, how would I sing the Adam and Eve story? What would I do? I, so I sat there in the truck, and I said, hmm, Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, the very first people that the world's ever seen. Oh, oh, that's a good line. And I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I, I just started writing writing out some ideas for that. And I took it home and I sang it to my kids. And it, boy, did that ever work. Yeah. That worked so well. <laughs> so awesome. uh, I got onto something there, this idea of, instead of just reading the Bible story, learning how to sing it. Mm-hmm. But, and that's uh, that's really set a major course of direction in what I've done with music over the course of my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it uh, well, it reminds me of a few things. I guess you have the um, the fact that much of Israel's history was often probably remembered by way of song. They have the various psalms and they would use those to recount the not only who you know god is but also the the history of their nation and god's deliverance yeah. um and and by way of song they could remember those and pass them on to also their children so there's this yeah something about the the the, the gift of music and the ability to remember uh things um that god has you know put within us i suppose you say right yeah, and also I think uh, a lot of the, um, well, even just different authors talk about how they were initially writing in in order to minister to their children and encourage their own families, and the Lord used it and blessed it, and then it begins to bless and encourage other families. So it's really neat to to realize, you know, to hear how how your own family and in, in uh, trying to convey this truth to your children then enabled you to, to write and, and motivate you in that. So we, that, I know we found yeah. that for us as well. We've used your music a lot. Actually, um, a lot of times my wife will start off with a scripture song and uh, oftentimes one of your scripture songs when we're doing our homeschooling or, or whatever it is. And and then I find those songs are also, as I listen, like, oh, those are in, in my mind too. So <laughs> we worked right. through your, uh, you did the one on, on John 1, um, the, the, just a song right from the scriptures. So. Yeah, right. In the blessing. beginning was the word. Yes, the word exactly. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the one. So that's so neat. Um, yeah, and that kind of, uh, um, you know, I, I was going to ask you too a bit about your philosophy of music or or what what is guiding you as you as you write and play, and you know, kind of spoke to that too. That this is a desire to convey truth and uh, enable yeah. people to understand the biblical stories. Yeah, I've been. I was particularly interested, uh, of course, for my own kids, uh, teaching them what was actually in the scripture and not just some veggie-tailed version of it. Right. But rather to, <laughs> yeah. to actually sing the story and right. tell the actual story. Uh, 
and uh, it is a an interesting thing what the Lord does, right? And you you made mention of that. He he takes the thing that you try and use faithfully before him and uses it more broadly for the sake of his kingdom and for the sake of his glory. That seems to be how God works, and I'm really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's tremendous. And uh, how many um, – How many? you said you um, married and then had children, so I know I've met some of your children, but um, how many uh, children um, – do you have? We have eight. Yeah. Eight of those. Our youngest is now 19, so time has okay. flown by. Yes, it sure does. Yes, <laughs> and I know you, you've lost uh, one son as well. Um, yeah. Two years back, right? Yeah. That was yeah. almost nine years ago. Our oldest, our oldest yeah. son uh, lost his life. Yeah. Uh, this is getting around to the time of year when that happened again. And yeah. uh yeah, so we'll uh we'll remember and we'll give thanks and yeah and we'll go on because that's what God gives us to do. So Yeah. Yeah. And I and I know that um in, at least in the children of yours that I've met, they're all very musical and I would say yeah. have you know, kinda of carried on on that uh gift. Um so how has you know, how has music shaped your your family, I guess, you know, for you watching over the years uh, of teaching them scripture, but also instilling within them uh, a love for music? Um, yeah. How has that shaped your family? Well, it's uh, my my children uh, and, and our our philosophy or our desire for what was to happen with these children. Why did God give them to us? Well, it was to raise them up in the knowledge of God and in the love of God that uh, that not only would they latch on to the faith, but that they would be able then to teach their own children also. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've tried to set it as a long-term goal, and uh, the Lord has, has shown great kindness to us. We've got a bunch of bunch of grown children now that are starting their own families and they're they're musical all all of them are musical and uh they've all got their noses in the bible and they're all looking about how to be faithful and that just blesses my heart greatly that's what we were shooting for right exactly yeah yeah it's amazing to see i mean the lord uh he blesses the means that he's given, you know, and, and, and we understand that on the one hand, we can't um, change our, you know, the hearts of our children or we can't save them, but God has given us his word. He's given us the means of, of prayer and, uh, you know, various ways to bring this to our children and, and sharing the yeah. gospel with them. And then we see God, you know, bless those means and use them. And, and it's a wonderful thing as a, a parent to, to to witness that. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, um, mm-hmm. and even through times, um, and, and that's one thing I appreciate about your music too. I mean, a lot of times, and you kind of reference that too in regards to um, country music, or you know, tr- trying to find this uh, so-called goodness that is lurking within us, and, and people want this kind of very positive, um, you know, 
kind of either mushy, um, shallow form of music. But I appreciate your music is is real in that it 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 comes from the scripture, which addresses all walks of life. And um, you know, how has it sustained you through times of of joy or you know in times of sorrow and and grief? Um, you know, even in in you know mentioning losing your son and how the Lord gives us various types of literature and also music to, to minister to us through those different seasons. How has that yeah. played out in, in your life? I guess. Yeah. Well, the world is a, the world is a real place. It's not a, it's not a Disney place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in order, in order to faithfully and fruitfully address or to not just address the world, but to live in the world, uh, you really need to be able to soak in the word of God. You need for it to be your guiding principle, your, your, uh, the thing that shapes you. It's not we that shape that word. It's that word that shapes us and it shapes us into the image of Christ as we, as we pursue the knowledge and the love of God, uh, he transforms us into the image of Christ. Uh, this long, glorious, but slow process uh, of, <clears throat> of being reshaped into, into Christ's image. And that's something that he's done uh, in us. You know, during those times when uh, when we were really feeling the loss of that boy. It was remarkable to me how many people would send me notes quoting me back to me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh. <laughs> they did that lot. <laughs> you know, this is uh this is something I learned from you. Uh, so mm. wow. So yeah, the the Lord really did uh, did help us in that and he does still. Yeah. Absolutely. I um, can't help but think too of, you know, uh, Paul in, in the scriptures in relation to to music, and uh, I think you know we're we're commanded in the Psalms to sing like Psalm uh, nine eleven, sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion, tell among the peoples His deeds. So there's a, a command actually for us to sing, and yeah, uh, I think also the. You know, there's a, maybe a lot of talk today about what does it mean to be filled with the Spirit of God, um, and people want to conjure up all kinds of ideas of, of you know, speaking in tongues or whatever it might be. But when Paul talks about being filled with the Spirit in Ephesians 5:19, um, he says, um, "But be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord." With your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God and the Father, like God to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, music, like you said, I think is a tremendous means through which God actually sanctifies us and and uh, sustains us, conforms us to likeness of Christ. Obviously, that content being, uh, you know, directed. Yes, I, I've thought about that in terms of the kind of music that that uh, we sing in church. You know, because Paul there was saying that uh, that we're in in speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs that we're actually teaching and admonishing one another. That's words yeah. that he used. 
and so even you know you have you have that person in your in your church that feels like they're rather useless while they're not just saying and you will be youthful because you're involved then in teaching and admonishing your brothers so long as the songs that you're singing are rooted in the scripture right yes exactly. yeah no, that's that's an incredible um, thought, really. You know, and, and I think it really speaks to congregational singing as well, and in our homes. You know, even if uh, you know, I'm not the most confident singer. I enjoy it, and I I play guitar as well. But um, if you need to, you know, use the technology we have on YouTube. You can, you know, pull up your stuff, or we like a lot right. of the, you know, Teddy's or Sovereign Grace. Uh, so many good resources out there to, right. to use this means that God's given, and in church. Uh, it's not to be about someone on a stage, you know, giving us a performance, but the congregation right. together singing, that we admonish the children, the grandpas, the grandmas, the moms and dads, all admonishing one another through yeah. through the, the song. Yeah. yeah, isn't that something? Even the, yeah. even out of the mouths of babes, uh, God has ordained yeah. strength in the psalm. Uh, when that when that little child, you know, in our church we have uh, we have particular music that we call service music that happens every Sunday. So we'll sing either the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed, or we'll, uh, we'll sing uh, particular songs at communion. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and every little kid in our church, you know, from the time they learn how to talk, they can sing those things. And, awesome. and, and so, so, they are able, even when they're little, even when they can barely talk, they're actually able to contribute to the life of the body by singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a just a really cool gift from God. Absolutely. And um, amazing too how well, I've heard it said that the things first learned are the things last forgotten. And yeah, you know, you see it um, if you're sitting with an elderly person, maybe even who has dementia or, or, uh, you know, yeah. nearing the end of life and you sing a familiar hymn or song to them. And a lot of times they begin singing along though. They can't remember yeah. their children's name. These, these songs yeah. are still in their heart and their mind. Great. Yeah. That's the, a very good thing. Yeah. The stuff yeah. you learned when you were in worship, when you were a child, that you yeah. can still sing when all that's else right. is gone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think the the fact that I grew up hearing a lot of hymns and such um, is is a large part why the you know even coming to um, things like the doctrines of grace maybe that I didn't hear a lot about, but I heard them. I heard these truths in the hymns, even though I didn't maybe realize. You heard them in the songs you sang. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, then, and then, then, then you realize then when you when you heard them for real later. Yeah, <laughs> you recognize that. Absolutely. It's like, oh, that's what uh, John Newton was talking about. It's like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> so, oh, that's so neat. Well, um, well, I really appreciate your your, uh, your time, Jamie, and your ministry and music. And I'll have to do this again sometime. But I um, I wanted to ask you too. I know you have a a website, um, soulmusic um, dot com and dot ca actually. C out ca. Sorry. And you mentioned to me one time if people want to get your music, it's better to get it through your website than through, say, Yes, iTunes. that's true. Uh, you, can, you can find 
my stuff. Sometimes on Amazon, uh, you can okay. find my stuff on on Spotify. Uh, you can listen to a lot of things that way. I don't make much at all when you do that. Um, mm -hmm. So it's better for me financially if you come and visit my website and and buy albums from there. Mm -hmm. uh, you can you can buy them. You can download. Uh, mm -hmm. There are. Let's see. My last album was number twenty three for me. So I, I've been at this a long, long time. Wow. Got lots and lots of music of of Bible stories, of Psalms, of various scriptures. So yes, come visit me on my website. If you're interested in financially supporting me in such a way that I can continue to make more music, uh, mm -hmm. look me up on Patreon. Look me up okay. on Patreon. There are ways in which you can uh, you could help to finance me to continue to make Bible music like this, mm -hmm. uh, where it'd be if you did it for the equivalent of buying me a coffee every month. Well, instead of doing that, uh, buy me a or buy a subscription to Patreon and mm -hmm. pay a couple bucks a month, and uh, that actually yeah. will help greatly in the long run. Okay. And that's um how do they how do we find you on Patreon then? Well, I would click on Patreon mm -hmm. and it'll take you to their their main page and you can uh look up Jamie Souls from there. Okay. Uh it should get you to my page. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. I um need to see those various ways to, to help and, and support because I know um like we've, you know, we we benefit from your ministry greatly, and it's good good to just be reminded that you know there's ways to support those ministries. They don't they don't yes. run on a, a vacuum, you know. <laughs> yeah, real and, the, and yeah, the, the music delivery world has changed radically in the last ten years. Right. So uh, it's hard to buy a CD player anymore, and yeah. you need to find a place where you buy CDs. But I'm loaded with CDs. I've got lots and lots of them in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so, so there, there, uh, there's a sense in which the music, uh, in its current format that I have, is is almost worthless. But there's another sense, of course, in which it's really important, and that's something that's happening with music broadly. You know, the culture, yeah. uh, our, our culture loves, loves music, can't live without music, mm -hmm. but they don't want to pay a cent for it either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's just the nature of it. And that's that's yeah. what I'm up against as a musician trying to make a living. So right. uh, I found that the Patreon idea is actually a really, really good one that will actually sustain me as an artist. Okay. So yeah. keep that's that in mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know, like, say, um, if our family uses, say, the um, Apple Music or something like that, where you can stream music, um, you don't really make money on that per se. No. A little bit, no, there's but... there's a little bit of money to be made. It's very, very residual on yeah. a place like Spotify. But right. I know I got, uh, I got a couple hundred thousand listens one year, and I think I made 190 bucks. 
Oh wow! Yeah. You know, so, so I mean, it's really low. Yeah. It's really okay. low. There's no, uh, there's no making a good living doing that. Right. No, you hardly take your family out for dinner these days <laughs> for the for a hundred bucks. Like, man. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So, right. for all of our all the listeners, and um, good for me to be reminded too. Just I best way go through your website and even then support through Patreon directly. Yeah. Um, Yep. Okay. All That'd right, be the brother. Way to well, do it. well, sounds good. We'll um, end there for now, and like I say, Lord willing, we can have another conversation again in the future. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Aaron. I appreciate your uh, call. But you, oh Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Tune in next time and we'll see what happens as our story continues. Remember, if you would like to write to us or find out more information, you can find us online at www.kidsway.ca. And don't forget to head over to www.soulmusic.ca to find many more songs that Jamie Souls has written and recorded. See you next time. May God bless you and keep you and make His face to shine upon you. 